What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 27 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Go grab yourself a combo shake, and of course, make sure you stay hydrated with body armor. Today's show, Mr. Fomer Simpson makes his return to Combo's Court. We talk sneakers, basketball, fashion, plus so much more. Make sure you go subscribe to Fomi's YouTube channel, Mr. Fomer Simpson, and follow him on IG at Mr. Fomer Simpson as well. That's M-R-F-O-A-M-E-R-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. And you know you can follow me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, write on your Apple Podcast app. Let's get into it. Oh man, where do I start? Uh, <laughs> no bodegas. Oh um, man, yeah, it's a rough life, man. It's a rough life. Um, uh, well, I guess the biggest thing is, it's just it's it's paced a lot different. You know, in New York, it's everything is moving fast, man. Everybody is hustling. Everyone's got somewhere to go, somewhere to be. Um, and I think I actually really like that vibe right. because it, it kind of, it's contagious, you know, it's like, it's hard to, to be lazy in New York city, but, uh, down here it's, you know, this is a vacation spot, man. So, you know, a lot of people are down here chilling. It's, you know, older people, uh, sure there's young people, but it's definitely slower paced. The weather is, uh, I guess it depends how you want to look at it. I mean, I miss the snow and I miss the cold, but as soon as I get back to the cold, I'm like, ah, right. I don't know really did miss it all that much Gra- but, grass is yeah. kind of greener kind of thing yeah exactly yeah. exactly i mean i'm always biased because new york city is home even though i've been gone for a while now but uh yeah it's just a different vibe different weather the food down here is not good so it's uh how's the diet how's the good. diet going the diet so the diet the diet i was i was i was um off the chain for a little while i was just kind of doing whatever i'm actually on my second week now like back cranked up like back kicked into full gear Uh like i've even i've even cut out coffee everything so not that coffee's bad but i do my coffee with cream and sugar so i pretty much cut out all sugars and all carbs for the time being and uh yeah it's good whenever i eat healthy i'm good i'd like you know some some guys like my brother they can eat whatever and still be lean right I'm I'm not one of those guys, but if I do eat right, it, it's not it's not hard for me to cut down. So that's kind of where I'm at with it now. I think I've already lost like eight pounds. So the, besides besides the besides the weight part, do you feel better when you get into your real diet mode? For sure. I, I mean, on the court, way better. Okay. Um, you know, so as I'm sure you know, I mean, not that you've ever been, you know, a fat guy, but yeah. You know, 10 pounds, 10 pounds. Now you haven't. (laughs) You're lucky. You and my brother, man, you guys are lean. But uh, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, forget about it. 20 pounds makes a huge difference on the course. Just moving moving around. Yeah, absolutely. So I went through phases actually where I gained muscle up top and I definitely for basketball, 
for like for basketball reasons, it's better for me to be not as strong or I wouldn't say strong, but big up top. You right. Know what I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nah. The you know basketball is a is a lean man's game, especially on the perimeter. So, uh, yeah. So no, it feels good, but I, I still got a ways to go. You know, I had been kind of eating whatever for you know, a few months. So really since kind of like the last time we talk, uh, talked on, on the podcast, I feel like I kind of, you know, fell off a little bit. It's tough sometimes, you know, don't blame, don't, don't blame it on combos court, man. No, no, definitely not. But uh, yeah, I, I'm back on it now. So I, I'm feeling good, but still got some strides to make for sure. So did you, uh, I was, um, there's been some good albums. Um, did you get a chance to listen to Carter five? I did. I got you. I did. What's, yeah. What songs? What songs you like off it? Like, how'd you feel about the album overall? And what are some of your songs you liked off it? Um, I liked it. You know, when I when I listen to an album, I kind of just I kind of just go. I don't really pay too much attention to the name of the gotcha. songs. I really like I really like the joint that he had with Kendrick. That was um, oh man, yo, they need to play that. You know, they have like NBA orientation and like they tell you yeah. what to look out for. Like they need to yeah. play that song. Facts. Mona Lisa. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Yeah, that's uh that yeah, that was they were oof. Yeah, uh, that was rough. Man. And um but that, I like that one though. I like the joint he had with his daughter. Um That was that famous. That was a dope. Yeah, dope I like that joy. one. I like I think it was uh Can't Be Broken. I like that one. Um there was there, there was a lot of good stuff, man. I, I liked it a lot. I can't say um that it was I mean I, I've been a fan of Wayne for a long time. It's, you know, I'm kind of in a little bit of a of a different mode now. I don't know as far as music goes. So it, it, it was I wasn't like OD hype about it, but it was like, damn, it's nice to hear, you know, Wayne again. Because, I mean, how long had it been? Six years or whatever? They kind of were holding him hostage on the music tip. So, yeah, it, 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 it was good to hear him again. I had that feeling, too. Like, come on, man, it's over for Wayne. But then once you listen to it, you're like, oh, OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. And y'all, I mean, I, I like that. I, I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be an album that two months from now I'm still going to be banging. But it's it's kind of exciting right now. No, 100 percent. And, you know, they had the special delivery beat, man. It reminded me of. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, I mean, it reminded me of Kurt uh, shaking. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yo, How, yo, the good old days, bro. Man, oh. man, that, that was fun, bro. You don't even know. Um, Sneakers, man. Uh, what should one look for when they're looking for a basketball sneaker? Because me, per- me personally, like, they're all great to me now in 2018. Like, like every sneaker is great. But I've been into the Durant's a lot lately. But what should one look for? Yeah, yeah, Durant's are good. You know, honestly, and this is – it's a question that I get so much just because of the YouTube thing and because we deal with sneakers so closely. But it really, really, really depends on the player, man, because, like – you know, something that a six foot eight, 250 pound, uh, you know, back to the basket guy is going to look for is not going to be the same thing that a five foot nine, 160 pound guard is going to look for necessarily. You right, know? Right. Um, so it, it kind of really does depend. But to your point, I mean, we're in 2018. So the sneaker technology is like really, really good right now. Right. You know, so it's. Um, you're not going to go too wrong if you go with one of the major brands with like a major signature sneaker. For me personally, I'm I'm a LeBron guy just because they always go really, really heavy with the cushioning and the impact right. protection. So for a guy like me, it's less wear and tear on the knees. Um, 
So, and then even with the KD line, they've beefed up the cushioning a little bit. So those are my two favorites. My brother really loves the Kyrie's, but for me, the Kyrie's don't just, they don't have quite enough cushioning. So it, but like traction and lockdown and all that stuff, you're good to go in the Kyrie's, which makes sense. I mean, you know, you can kind of look at the, at the player that the sneaker is being made for, because right. that's who the sneaker is being made for. You can kind of look at the player and if you would kind of fall into that category, then, you know, especially like size wise, not that anybody is LeBron, but you know, if you're a bigger player, you know, a guy that wants a little bit more cushioning than a LeBron is, is probably going to be a good look. If you're a guy that's, you know, darting around and, you know, splitting through double teams and, you know, changing direction and all kind of stuff, then, you know, maybe the Kyrie or even the Paul George would be, would be a good look. So it's, it's crazy, man. It depends, but there's a lot of good options out there. LeBron's for you, but besides the LeBron's, what's your favorite like signature line? Uh, To to play in or to, or looks wise to play in the the KDs. Yeah. KDs are great. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. KDs are tough. I, I think KDs, they've done a really good job with the KD getting some of that because his earlier sneakers didn't have very good cushioning, but now as it's progressed, um, getting that some of that kind of beefy cushioning that comes with the LeBron sneakers, but it's a sleeker sneaker. It's, it's not as bulky. It's not as, as clunky of a shoe as most LeBron. So, and I actually think with the most recent LeBron that just came out the 16, I think they actually made it a little bit more like, some of the recent KDs and they kind of sleeked it up a little bit. So that sounds, um, dope. I, that sounds dope. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The 16, the 16 is the 16 is real good. Yeah. Speaking of sneakers, like, do you see any trends bubbling up? Like you kind of, I mean, you're so into sneakers. Do you kind of see things bubbling up before they happen? And, and if, if you do, like what kind of trends do you see coming up for like 2019? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I probably see trends bubbling before maybe, the regular person who's not really into sneakers that much, right. but I feel like, I feel like with Instagram and with blogs and just the internet and YouTube and, you know, kind of everybody sees the same type of trends, you know, coming. I mean, yeah, I mean, you see what celebrities are wearing, you know, you see the different fashion shows, you know, you see, uh, I mean, to me, the hottest thing right now in sneakers is, is Virgil and off white. Okay. I mean, everything, Everything that he does with his off-white stuff, I mean, and you can see the influence everywhere throughout sneakers, you know, kind of that that DIY, deconstructed, you know, a little bit more high-end kind of look is, you know, it's it's been bubbling for a while now, but I think that'll carry over into 2019. Uh, one of the trends that over the past couple of years has been real popular is like kind of like dad shoes and like the the bulkier so are we rocking the monarchs or what what are we doing out here yeah <laughs> no, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going i'm not going full dad mode i'm going like maybe has a couple seeds out there you don't really know uh, <laughs> not, i don't know if that's a good look but we could go with it. <laughs> <laughs> no that's not a good look either but um sneaker wise it's a better look now like you know um obviously balenciaga did did their whole thing with the chunky dad sneakers and they're still doing it um kanye did it with the with the wave runners uh that's a sneaker that that i wear all the time i love that sneaker and um so it's just you know the dad shoe trend has definitely been a thing i'm curious to see if that continues through 2019 or if that kind of dies off a little bit i think it's going to be one of those things that once the trend is kind of dead it's going to be like damn 
It, yeah. Like, you know, it, it's not going to be a trend that really carries over or transitions well. It's like when it's over, it's going to be like, yeah, those are out. Those are, you know, it's a no for me. So uh, we'll see. But but yeah, right now, man, Off-White is, you know, Virgil, everything that he's doing is just, I mean, everything he puts out is a hit. Everything he puts out, you know, it's kind of like Kanye when Kanye first started coming out with sneakers, but Virgil's doing it with more sneakers. I mean, this guy did 10, his original Nike collaboration, he did 10 sneakers and like every single one of them is going for crazy prices on the resale so market. Vir- then- so Virgil is off-white, you're saying, or no? Vir- Vir- yeah, Virgil is off-white, gotcha. yeah. They're actually going to do a Monarchs collab, I heard. I keep going back to the Monarchs. <laughs> oh, yo, yo, on the low, you like the Monarchs. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Okay, getting ready for family life. I dig it. Um, <laughs> nah, um, I didn't hear anything about a monarch, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's got you. you know, Virgil's got you. done. I mean, Virgil collab with IKEA, and I mean, he's done. He does stuff outside of sneakers. I mean, the guy is, you know, he's a super creative guy, and right now he's got the juice. So you know, we'll see what he does in 2019. But I know he's going to definitely bring some heat. Definitely, collabing is just a great way to build your brand, and obviously he perfected it almost. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, it, it's. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's kind of similar, completely different the way they did it. But, I, you know, I just want to bring him up because he's a New York City guy. Shouts to New York City. But um, Ronnie Feig is a guy who has um, a sneaker store in New York City, Kith. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, but definitely heard of it and always hearing yeah, about it for so, sure. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he's got a, a spot in uh, Soho and he's got a spot in Brooklyn and He's really, that's how he did it. He did it with collabs and, and marketing it the right way, making stuff limited and really getting people excited about it. And now he's like, you know, I feel like Kith is one of the biggest names uh, in the city and really outside of the city, but he's really established himself. And this is a guy that, you know, back in 2015, 2016, a lot of people that weren't like hardcore into sneakers had no idea who he was. And so now he's actually turned turned it into you know, really a big brand and something that, you know, he's really going to continue to grow with. So same thing, just to your point, that collabs can really help kind of catapult your brand. Right. Speaking of sneaker culture, do you feel like, you know, everybody's kind of dressing tight now. Do you feel sneaker culture kind of pushed that forward with just the ability to have the sneakers visual? Like you could see them, you know what I mean? With everybody dressing tight. Do you think sneaker culture has something to do with that wave? I think that sneaker culture maybe had a small part in it. It definitely, you know, showing the sneaker is definitely a thing. And it's funny because I can remember my brother and I making videos, sneaker videos on YouTube and showing the sneakers and the jeans weren't even baggy. And somehow when from that angle low down like that, you know, whether it be like you're shooting a video with the sneaker on your foot or whether you're posting a picture on Instagram, they look 10 times baggier than what they even are. Right. So, so I, yeah. I feel like definitely, um, you know, it, it might have kind of helped things in that direction. But I think with style, man, things just they they kind of it's like a cycle. Yeah. You know, baggy, slim, baggy, slim. I actually already see baggy coming back in style. Now, it's not it's not baggy like, you know, late 90s, you know, left rack queens baggy but (laughs) you know but it's it's baggy like on a little bit more of a high fashion tip or a little you know you look at you know sometimes a guy like asap rocky or something like that and they got like the wide cut 
track pants or yeah. you know something something like that. So it, it kind of depends what your style is and kind of what realm you're in. But I think it's more than sneaker culture. I think it's just a, a cycle thing, man. They always things cycle around and you know baggy slim baggy slim it's just kind of the way it goes so we're still in the i mean we're still real you say you see it kind of bubbling do you think baggy will make a way all the way back through the cycle and to like to like baggy like carl can no, like just Denim. just just not that like just like looking tight you'll just probably be one of the only ones wearing like if you if let's say you're yeah, still, for if, sure. you know what i mean for sure, yeah. Tight, tight. I don't think tight's gonna last that much longer. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think tight's gonna. I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't think it's gonna last too much longer. Got you. So look, the NBA is like, is Jr. got a new Supreme tattoo, man, and the NBA is saying, cover it up or refining you. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm always gonna side with Jr. just cause, <laughs> but <laughs> just off the strength. But now, I mean, you know, they're. The NBA, you know, they're, they're saying basically like, hey, look, um, you know, you're out here advertising for something that we're not getting paid off of. So at least I think that's that's the angle that they're taking. And that's not really that that's not new. Like as far as companies and brands and stuff go, they're all very particular about advertising other things and, you know, when they're not getting a cut of that money. So, I mean, I'm not like behind the scenes really on the corporate side of advertisement and and everything that goes into it, but it's, I don't think it's as out of bounds as a lot of people that I saw on social media were kind of making it, but having said that, I'm still siding with JR, man. You know, it's just, you know, you know, that's how the NBA is. The NFL is even worse. Right. The NFL is no, pe- pe- like, people have been saying that that's an NFL move, what the NBA is doing. With- uh, yeah, I guess I could kind of see that. It's a little bit of an NFL move. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's definitely kind of a corporate, like, you know, goofball move. But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Well, and also, you know, and also, there's players in the league with Jordan tattoos that that don't get it covered. That's up. a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that that that's definitely true. I can't think of anybody, but I know. I know there's there's some. I just can't think of specific players. You know, maybe with the Supreme thing, just because it's hot right now. I don't know. Yeah, it's hot right now. It's also the size of the tattoo that he, you know, yeah, all big on yeah. the back of his leg like that. Maybe the fact that they were fining for the arm and leg sleeves last season, I believe, and then now he went and got it tattooed. So it's kind of like, you know, a little bit like, yo, what are you doing here? But, um. It, it is what it is, man. You know, at the end of the day, you know, can pay the fine or, or not. It's, you know, it, it is. I think sometimes people forget that it's a business and the NBA is, is a business and a brand and it's run as such. So, uh, you know, th- those are some of the things that, that, that you run into sometimes. You know, you got you to gotta play by the rules a little bit. Kind of been asking a lot of my guests on the show this, but who, who are your top five rappers? Oh wow, top five rappers. That's really to all time or right now or actually you know what let's just say favorites. Favorites. Yeah. I mean uh Hove, of course. Uh, but all time though? All time favorites, yeah. Oh man, all time favorites. So this I, I wouldn't say this was like top five best rappers or whatever, right. but just for whatever for whatever reason. Um Styles P is up there for me. Uh I had Danny on Jay- the, I had Danny Artest on the show. He's the exact same favorite. It's funny. Oh really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Really? That's what's up, yeah. man. Yeah. Shouts to Danny. Um, yeah, Styles P, uh, uh, Jay Z, obviously. Yeah. Um, man, Biggie. Yeah. Um, man. You know, those guys are like my top two, like Biggie and Hove. I mean, I think right now, I mean, and this is a guy that is nowhere near like the type of music that, you know, the other three guys are putting out. It's just a whole different style. But, you know, I, I think you got to probably give Drake a nod because, Definitely. you know, just everything that he's done, like, you know, over the past, I don't know how many years, 10 years, eight years, whatever it's been. Uh, you know, I think he's really kind of like had a chokehold on the game a little bit. And, and he just, everything he puts out, I just, I like the way it sounds, man. I, I dig it. I vibe to it. It's, you know, it's, it's different stuff too, because, you know, it's not like super street stuff. It's, you know, he's rapping about girls and yeah. he's rapping about really relatable stuff that even people who aren't posted up on the block, you know, can, can relate to. So, uh, you know, whereas like Styles P, most of his catalog is just really like rugged, you know, New York City, like get down or lay down type rap. Um, so, yeah, I would say Drake, man. I don't know. And so what's that? That's four. So that's OK. So let's actually let's just give you one new guy out the five, like somebody that's kind of new that you like uh, for the fifth. Somebody, guy. somebody that's kind of new or even new all the way. Just a young guy, a young guy, you know. You know, somebody, he's not really that young, but somebody who's a little bit newer, I mean, you know, a few years new, uh, that, that I like, although he's not putting out as much music, because I, I really like Action Bronson a lot. Nice. Um, Chef, he chefs it up, too. Yeah, he does. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always biased to, to the New York City And guys. the guys with the ginger beards. That, that too. I mean, that's hard. That's hard From New York City, I mean, maybe maybe we're brothers. Who knows? Papa was a Rolling Stone. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't call it, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Bronson. You know, I like a lot of stuff, man. You know, I've been, you know, one of the things so much music has been, has been dropping lately. I've just been enjoying all it's of a good it. Time. Really, man. It's a good time for sure. Yeah, man, it was, I listened to uh young thugs uh, last little joint. He dropped yeah. on the run. Yeah, man. That yo, that is tough. Yeah. Like that's probably my favorite thing out right now. And that's, like and that's the short, what's the short albums of the wave right now. Like dropping those. Yeah. yeah, yeah they fast. really are. Yeah, speaking of short albums, yeah, Pusha T is another guy that Definitely. I really rock with. I loved his album. It's one of my favorites. The most underrated rap song to me ever is Drug Dealers Anonymous. That song is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Man, yeah, there's a lot of good music out there, man. I just I just been enjoying, you know, so much of it uh, dropping. And, you know, I, I give it a few spins. And however much I vibe with it, you know, it stays in, in the rotation for a little bit longer, you know, depending. That's dope. Um. Uh, just take it to basketball real quick. I, here, are my, here are my predictions. I want to see what you think. So for this year, I think MVP will be LeBron. Warriors will win the chip. And Rookie of the Year will be Dante. So who do you, so who do you feel about those three things? MVP, champs, and Rookie of the Year. I don't care about defense and all that. So we won't even get into defensive player of the year. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about those three. Who do you, who do you like? What, what three picks you got? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of uh, – I don't think it's going to be Braun, man. I don't think it's going to be Braun. Uh, I think it's going to be, man, on the spot like this. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like, uh, maybe Giannis. That's not a bad, that's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. Yeah. Maybe Giannis, you know, we'll see if he can, you know, bronze out of the East now. Right. Uh, so, you know, I think he's going to be able to live a little bit more. I think that the, 
I think the Bucks have a chance to finish a little bit better than they have. And I think his stat line has the potential to be pretty crazy. You know, with Braun out in L.A., if, if he goes, like, hard, I, I, I think he would get MVP. But I don't know if he's going to kind of use this year to acclimate a little bit. He, he knows they're not winning a ring out there this year. So, you know, do you I think, don't know. Do you, think, gonna... do you think he really knows that in his head? I think that he does. Yeah, okay. he's a he's a really he's a really smart guy. I think that he does. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a, he's still going to compete. He's still a competitor, but I think he knows that. I think him going out to L.A. obviously off the court uh, business moves as well, but I think he thinks that he can bring a couple pieces to L.A. that can beat the Warriors. I, it's just not going to be this year, and uh, so I agree with you on your Warriors pick. I, I don't see anybody beating them in a seven-game series. They're just too talented. They're too well-coached. They're too, you know, unselfish. It's it, it's too much, man. So both sides of the ball. So I, I agree with you there. So I got Giannis. I got the Warriors. And Rookie of the Year, um, I'm going, man, I'm going – Kevin Knox. I'm keeping it in New York City. Oh, man. Come on. Keeping it in New York City. Yo, I know. Yo, I mean, he's, he's great. I, I, he's great. He did well in several leagues. But Doncic is different level, man. I'm telling you. I don't know about Doncic. Yo, you know what? I, I'm glad that you said that because – and you saw him play. No, you know, because he, he didn't he play didn't in the summer league. So he, he didn't play. Yeah. Yo, first of all, I, I'm a little bit maybe more critical of the European players who come over just because I feel like a lot of them are so hyped up you know, and don't really materialize in the NBA game, the way it's structured and the way it's set up. So um, don't get me wrong. There's been some greats, but um, I don't, I worry about his like foot speed and explosiveness. And I saw what he did in the preseason game where he, you know, put some dude in the blender behind the back. Like, you know, I, I know he's incredibly skilled, but, Man, he's playing a position in the NBA that requires, for the most part, elite explosiveness and athleticism. And I haven't seen that from him. So I don't know. I, I think it's going to be tough for him to create shots for himself at, at the volume that I think he would have to create at to get something like Rookie of the Year. So we'll see. I mean, I think, I think Knox, although he doesn't quite have the skill set, I think, you know, as Doncic, I, I think that his athleticism and his length and his, you know, his, his ability to create shots, I, I think he does that better. So, um, and he's on a team where I think he's going to be able to kind of, you know. Be featured. He's going to be able to go. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. going to be able to go a little bit. I, so, what I, yeah, I agree. What I do like about Knox is that he can get his stuff off quick, right. quickly. Like, he doesn't need the ISO. He's, he's just straight right. jump shot to the rim. Or pull up, right? Which, which really fits in this NBA. That's big, yeah, that's huge. exactly. Yeah, that's, that's big. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see, man. <laughs> what are, What are some? I mean, I know everybody really to be to make great content. Like you got to be yourself first and foremost. But what do you think are like some general keys to creating like great video content? Because it seemed like you and your brother and Forrest, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, Forrest. Yep. Yeah, you guys create like amazing video content. What are like some keys to getting that done? Well, I, I think it is the the main thing is being yourself. I think that's why Combos Court is dope because you just you get on here, you're speaking on your experiences, Appreciate you know, you're that. a basketball player. Yeah, exactly. Basketball player from New York City and like that's how you're coming with it. So I think that that's important to be authentic and to be organic with it. That That's number one. And then I think it's just trial and error and learning and kind right. of learning from 
mistakes and getting better as you go with the quality. Like, you know, six years ago when we started this, my brother and I, I mean, we barely knew how to, you know, turn a camera on, much less make high quality video content. So as you go and as you, I, I, and I think honestly, and I think this is what, this is what I think basketball and New York city have done for me. I feel like New York city really taught me how to hustle and really taught me how to go get something and go after it. I feel like basketball taught me how to compete and really kind of care about my craft and really try to be the best at it. Right. And that that's what we try to, that's really what we try to do. So it's no different than, you know, basketball, you work on your game, you get in the lab, you, you know, you put the ball, you know, you pound, pound the pavement with it. You know, you get your shots up, you know, you, you get your moves in. It's, there's no different than me and you out in Winchenden in, in the brick ass winter, you know, doing different dribbling drills, right. you know? So it, it, it's the same thing, you know, trying to push yourself, get new equipment, uh, when you do make money, investing some of that money back into yourself and your craft and your equipment and all of that stuff. And then, you know, I guess having fun with it is, is kind of what wraps the whole thing up is just having fun with it. Because I think when it becomes a job where you're like, oh, man, we got to do this. That's where that shines through and people are going to be able to see that. And it's going to show in the finished product. And if you're having fun and, you know, you're just really enjoying yourself, that's going to shine through. And so I think those three things um, are key to making good content. Yeah. I mean, it's just been amazing to see your progression over the years. And I look at that stuff now. I look at your content now and it's like, like these guys are professionals for sure. Like it's, it really shows all the work you put in, man. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. We've, we've definitely made some strides for sure. Well, uh, foamy man, I hope we can record again, man. This was fun. I'm, bro, I'm always down. Just hit me up. I'm always yeah, down. Man, I, I love, I love the podcast, and and I love being on it. So appreciate you, man. And um, and I keep hooping in your combo socks. There's been some dude named uh, Rabbi Drew that's been bothering me. Have you heard about him? <laughs> yo, yo, Rabbi Drew is bugging. He told you. <laughs> yo, come on, man. He told me here. Kill it, dude. He told me he was going to pull up to Florida soon, so tell him to watch out. Yo, tell him to... Pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> Y'all, tell you what, it's, it's going to be a little, it's going to be a little hot down here for that ensemble. But, uh, yo, uh, I, man, I'm a nice, listen, phony. I'm a nice guy. Uncle Drew is a killer. I'm telling you, he could take the heat. He could take anything. He's, he's arrogant, man. I don't even, I tried, I, I tried to talk to him. He was talking deeper to me. It just be, he's oh, just a wow. mean, he's just a mean guy, man. Just mean. <laughs> Real mean. Yo, yeah, nah, I respect it, man. I'll tell you what. At some point, we have to figure out how to make it a really high-quality video series that'd be dope. around Rabbi that'd, Drew. That'd be dope. Let's get it done. Man. Let's get it done, Fomi. I like it. I like it. I like it. Appreciate you, bro. Talk to you soon. Definitely, man. Definitely. Later, Fomi. There it is. Episode 27. Hope you enjoyed this show. Big shouts to Fomi for joining in. We appreciate you. It would mean the world to me. If you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple Podcast app, be on the lookout for episode 28, Combo Out.